0: and welcome to our podcast on the EU Green Bond Standard. My name is Elsie Janssens, Senior Knowledge Lawyer in the Corporate and Finance Group in Brussels, and I'm joined by David Bellaguer, partner in the same group, and Amrita Aluwalia, Managing Associate in our Capital Markets Practice in London. In this first podcast, we will discuss what the EU Green Bond Standard is, how it relates to current market practice, and what we can expect. Now, David, let's start with the beginning. The draft EU Green Bond Standard has been published by the European Commission in July 2021. What is the essence of it?
1: The EU Green Bond Standard is a voluntary standard um, for issuers of green bonds in the European Union. It has been proposed by the European Commission in the form of a regulation and sets out the requirements issuers will have to comply with if they want to market their bonds as green under the EU green bond standard label. It is likely to apply as from 2023 or 2024. Actually, it's not a revolution, but rather an evolution. It builds on existing frameworks, most notably the Green Bond Principles of ICMA, the International Capital Markets Association, which is the standard that is widely used in the European markets today.
0: That's interesting. Um, Still, there are some elements that sets it apart from the existing frameworks, other than just slightly more onerous requirements for issuers to comply with.
1: Yes, one very important aspect and probably the distinguishing factor of the EU green bond Standard is that it ties in with the EU taxonomy regulation. We'll come back to to this, but uh, the taxonomy in essence spells out the technical criteria which must be met in order for an asset or a project to be considered as green. This contrasts with the current ECMA standard, which leaves much more freedom to issuers to define what is green.
0: Interesting, David. Now, Amrita, we know that the EU has sustainability very high on the agenda and this initiative clearly fits into this
2: indeed the eu green bond standard must be seen in a broader context of the european green deal and the sustainable finance action plan these initiatives aim to channel private and public capital to green projects to help finance the transition to a net zero economy by 2050. the basic idea is to create a more transparent and robust set of rules to boost green investment and to increase accountability to make it easier for investors to identify real green investments This is to tackle what we call greenwashing, which is essentially the practice of falsely presenting a project as green, or at least overstating its green credentials. Right.
0: Now, greenwashing is a real concern within the green bond market. Do you think the fact that this is being introduced at an EU level is significant?
2: Yes, the EU's ambition is to become the leader in green finance. By being the first mover to introduce this type of ambitious standard, it hopes to set the standard for green bonds at a global level. This will actually be discussed further in one of our next
0: podcasts. Hearing about the EU green bond standard makes one think of the link with other green bond initiatives, such as ICMA's green bond
2: principles.
0: But there are differences.
2: Yes, that's right. As David mentioned earlier, the EU Green Bond Standard builds in large part on the existing ICMA's Green Bond Principles, but goes further and comprises much more prescriptive and onerous requirements for issuers to comply with, which is logical given the aim of preventing greenwashing. Similar to the ICMA principles, an issuer who wishes to issue Green Bonds will have to establish a Green Bond Framework, or fact sheet, as it's referred to in the EU Green Bond Standard, which sets out the eligibility criteria for the green assets it will finance with the proceeds of the bond, as well as the internal governance process for the selection of the eligible projects and assets, certain safeguards around allocation of proceeds and reporting. However, the EU Green Bond Standard sets out much more prescriptive requirements in relation to exactly what needs to be included, as opposed to the ICMA principles.
0: Right. And what is the purpose of making it so prescriptive?
2: The aim is to make it a comprehensive document with one unified approach, which is followed by all issuers, making it helpful to investors and other market participants because they can easily compare different green bonds by different issuers in a meaningful way. The EU green bond standard also requires third-party reviewers of green bond fact sheets and reports to be subject to licensing and supervision requirements. And then finally, as I mentioned earlier, the crucial difference between the two standards is that in order to be eligible under the EU green bond standard, the green assets that will be funded with the proceeds of the green bond will have to meet the technical criteria of the taxonomy regulation.
0: And Rita spoke about the EU um, taxonomy in the context of green bonds. What will it mean to be uh, taxonomy aligned then, David?
1: It means that the um, project or asset that will be funded with the proceeds of the bond needs to meet the green criteria of the taxonomy. The taxonomy regulation is actually a science-based classification system which defines, per economic activity, the criteria that must be met in order for the project or asset to be considered as green or environmentally sustainable.
0: How does that work in practice?
1: Well, it's actually a a complex system, but in all fairness, it also tries to regulate something that is complex. The uh, EU taxonomy contains a detailed list of technical requirements, which are ordered per environmental objective. For each of the six environmental objectives that have been retained, it spells out per economic activity, the technical criteria that must be met by the relevant economic activity. In our case, that is the asset or the project, which will be financed with the proceeds of the bond. If the criteria are met, and in addition, the activity is not detrimental to any of the other environmental objectives, which is referred to as no significant harm to any of the other objectives, the investment can hold itself out as being green, as it will be regarded to substantially contribute to the common goal of a net zero economy by 2050. For example, if a real estate investment is to be earmarked as green, by substantially contributing to, say, the environmental objective Of climate change mitigation, it will have to meet certain minimum energy efficiency thresholds, which are spelled out in the taxonomy. And to qualify, it will, in addition, have to comply with certain minimum social and governance standards.
0: Why is the EU requiring this alignment with the taxonomy, David?
1: That is actually the result of a Policy choice, a policy choice which lies at the heart of the European Commission's sustainable finance strategy. The main purpose is to have a stringent and common understanding of what contributes to the goal of net zero, so as to stimulate private green investment and, as Amrita mentioned earlier, to combat greenwashing. By providing a strict definition and criteria for green investments and activities, the EU wants all parties to speak the same language and enhance comparability. It's worth noting that the EU taxonomy classification is also used in the other sustainable finance regulations which have been proposed and adopted by the European Union. The overarching idea is that Listed companies and in a couple of years, non-listed companies with at least 250 employees and banks and investors such as asset managers and pension funds will all use and speak the same taxonomy language. We will come back to this uh, in our next podcast.
0: Now, of course, a question that is on everyone's mind is whether the EU green bond standard is really going to be a voluntary regime?
1: Else, that is a very good question, but a difficult one to answer. My answer would be voluntary, yes and no. Like uh, the existing ICMA principles, it is voluntary in that issuers can choose to apply the EU green bond standard. So that is a choice. However, if they want to market their bonds in the European Union as European Green Bonds, or EU GB, use that logo, they will have to adhere to the standard. Accordingly, internally, we sometimes refer to this as voluntary but not so optional. And that is because if you look at the broader context, if you look at the broader EU Green Deal and sustainability finance package, And then if you add on that, the expectation from regulators and also society at large, there will be at the very least a strong push and incentives for issuers of green bond in the EU to adopt the standard. If you look at it differently, it is not so clear to us how a parallel market for sustainable bond investment in the EU could develop outside of the standard once it will have been adopted. It will obviously be interesting to see how rules develop in other parts of the world, including the US, the UK, and Asia. We'll touch upon the need of conversions at international level in our next podcast. Let's also not forget that this is very much an evolving field. The taxonomy will be subject to review in a couple of years. It will be extended to encompass social objectives and also transitional activities. These are activities which are the more polluting activities, which cannot qualify as green, but for which there is obviously also an incentive to channel private investment to help transition uh, those activities. There is also the team of sustainability-linked bonds. There is the issuance by sovereigns and a number of EU-related institutions. These are all themes that need to be factored in into this analysis. And as mentioned, we'll come back to that in one of our next podcasts.
0: Final question. By when can we expect the EU green bond standard to be in place?
1: Else, this depends on the EU legislative process. As this is a European regulation, it will have to be adopted by the European Council and the European Parliament. This process usually takes up to 18 months on average, as both of these institutions need to agree on the same text. The EU Green Bond Regulation was proposed in July 2021. If you add up 18 months, this brings you to 2023 for the adoption of the new standards. It remains to be seen whether it will already apply as from the beginning of 2023, later in 2023, or perhaps even 2024. Timing is a bit sharp, but there is a lot of pressure to have this adopted, and this should be achievable.
0: Thank you, David and Amrita for these insights. Hopefully this helps to demystify some of the concepts behind this new standard. Watch out for our next podcast in this
2: series.